Thank you very much, Reem, for inviting me to this important interview. The destruction is really very, very massive, uh, and uh, the devastation is indescribable by words. The earthquake uh, hit at a time when we talk about Syria, and definitely, I mean, uh, Tur Turkey have suffered the same, you know, but for Syria, it hit at a time when uh, needs in Syria, the whole Syria, and for the whole Syrian people are, are at the highest since the conflict began 12 years back. Examples, almost 50% of the healthcare facilities are not functioning, and several hospitals are affected by this earthquake, uh, in addition to what have been you know, affected by, by the war itself. With the um, important medical equipments that are destroyed by the earthquake, uh, we have seen CT scans that have been uh, you know, installed from the 1990s, functioning until uh, last week, you know, with the earthquake, and then no more functioning. Even the resolution is of a very poor quality, but they are still using it. Some CT scans and MRIs are not really working because items and spare parts are not available, you know, due to the war and the difficulties, you know, that linked with that. Uh, briefly speaking, the needs are really huge. We estimate that around 25 million people have been impacted by the earthquake in the whole of Syria. In Aleppo, for example, uh, initial estimations of the numbers indicate that more than 200,000 people are now homeless. We have met many of them. We have visited many of these damaged areas, and we have seen people living, you know, uh, uh, under the, the, the shade of the sky in a very cold weather. We have seen families, you know, in fact, one family of 16 members living uh, in one tent. Uh, we have seen families backed in stadiums, family, families backed in, in, in shelters that are very small rooms, children and women together living in a very tight room. So the, the hugs are really, you know, huge, the needs are really huge. Some people are missing their medications for their, uh, you know, diabetes, hypertension. Some are missing medications for, for cancer. With the huge needs, Dr. Mandari, there is criticism that um, the aid is not enough and uh, didn't come to Syria fast enough. What would you say about WHO's response? I mean, for us, uh, we have been, as a WHO, but definitely other UN agencies, but I'm talking about WHO, we have been there on the ground, broadly speaking, from day one. Other UN agencies, alhamdulillah, I, we met them, you know, for the last five days I was there, and the last two days with the DG, we met them on the ground. The needs are really very huge. We, as a WHO, we managed to provide you know, supplies from day one, as I said, for example, to the northwestern part of uh, Syria, to 16 hospitals uh, through our NGOs. We mobilized our teams uh, to go and, and, you know, work with their counterparts in the ministries of health and the healthcare facilities for trauma, for example. Um, we contacted uh, NGOs that WHO works with uh, in terms of uh, monitoring, surveillance, uh, and uh, whatever technical support that we should provide to the healthcare fa facilities and the staff. Um, uh, we talk about, uh, say, for example, uh, supp medical supplies. Um, we uh, provided two days back, you know, a uh, shipment of 35 metric tons that are uh, composed of uh, trauma kits and other medical supplies for infections, like, for example, pneumonia kits. Uh, and, uh, the 37 supplies are coming 
uh, in these two days, either today or maybe tomorrow from our hub in Dubai. So this uh, sort of supply, we have been negotiating with the authorities in the government control areas to make sure that it is um, equally fairly distributed to the healthcare facilities. For the northeast or the northern part that is hit by the earthquake, we have been uh, working as a UN with um, our national and international NGOs. Uh, we have been uh, discussing with the different uh, authorities in these areas to grant us access, either through cross-border, supported by uh, Security Council, whatever you know, resolutions or declarations, uh, and through cross-line, based on the support of the international community. What would you say the biggest challenge uh, your response is facing in Syria, in different parts? One of the biggest challenges, as I said, the limited hospital capacities, either in terms of the human resources that uh, are there currently in the health system, many have left, and those remaining are facing difficulties in terms of their capacities, getting themselves updated on the latest you know, evidences in medicine. The other side is the lack of the equipments and, and uh, supplies, medical supplies. As I said, some MRIs are not, not, not functioning uh, because of uh, lack of spare parts. Ang uh, angio and CT scans are not working. Uh, we visited one of the hospitals, trauma hospital, in fact, in Aleppo. They cannot do X-ray because they lack the C-arm X-ray, for example, for a patient who is brought with fractures before doing surgery or within the surgery. In one of the hospitals, they cannot do X-ray because uh, they don't have a mobile X-ray. So they have to move the patient from his bed or her bed to the X-ray department with whatever risk you need. So that is challenge number one. Challenge number two, uh, there is an ongoing fuel crisis that is not only the society itself, but the hospitals. Many hospitals are with no heating system. Many hospitals are lacking, you know, the electricity. The third challenge that we are facing, uh, high risk of, uh, you know, spreading of water and foodborne diseases due to the disrupted water supply. And a, a very good example is the cholera outbreak that we have had last year because of contaminated water. You know, the other risk is, you know, the spread of hepatitis, for example, A, because of the contaminated water and food supplies. The fourth one is the transmission of diseases in crowded sh shelters. We visited one of the stadiums who is full of families in Al-Ladaqiyya. And in fact, doctors there, there they told us now children are um, complaining of uh, head lice. You know, head lice is started to spread between the families there because it is very, very backed um, one. And these are just examples of the challenges that we are facing. The other last challenge I'm worried about from now after the shock is the harsh winter weather with the extreme cold temperature. You know, we have seen people who are living uh, outside in tents, which are not heated. And in fact, I met one old lady and I saw her hands are cracked with, with you know, bruises and erosions. And when I touched her hand, it is very dry because of the cold weather and because of the lack of, of the heating system. So that is another worry that we should really make sure it will not happen. Yeah. Dr. Mondari, you spoke about access. Can you explain to our audience, please, this challenge of access to get the aid to the people who need it most in Syria? Allah, it is a very important uh, question, Reem, and here I'd like to, just to share 
a key message, a key message to everyone. Uh, you know, the international community, the regional and the national community there. Uh, Syrians have suffered from 12 years of war with whatever related, you know, issues within that without going into the detail. This earthquake came and it really made it now uh, last, last crisis. Syrians, regardless of where are they located, either in the government controlled areas or in the non-government controlled areas. Syrians are the same and they cannot tolerate any more uh, shocks, you know, and, and crisis. We should really stand strong and say enough is enough. We cannot, as human beings, tolerate Syrians suffering from these sort of crises and losing lives. We are losing children. We are losing the future generation of Syria, as I said, regardless of where they are located. So let us, let us bring the attention of the global community to the Syrians and make sure that we really participate in saving the lives of the Syrians with no political, religious, cultural, societal, economic affiliations. You know, human beings are the same regardless of where are they located.